Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit c3swwa.com. Hey church family, many of you already know that Rowena and I will be taking some time off in August, but not to worry, we'll be enjoying some of the best speakers on the planet, and you can expect our normal Sunday morning live stream on Facebook and YouTube, as well as our live stream watch parties and our Sunday uh, 5.30 live gathering, all of which will be awesome as always. That being said, let's dive into our series, The Best Worst. In Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, we read these words, You planned evil against me, but God used those same plans for my good. These were the words Joseph expressed to his brothers some 15 years after they sold him into a human trafficking ring, which led to him becoming a slave in the house of Potiphar, which led then to his incarceration. And then through a bizarre twist of events, he found himself before Pharaoh to interpret a God-given dream about an upcoming drought. When Pharaoh saw the touch of God on his life to interpret the dream and the wisdom he possessed, he placed Joseph in charge of the entire plan to keep the nation from experiencing famine, which then brought him back together with his brothers who needed food. And as they stood before him, they were afraid for their lives. And after all they did to Joseph, they should have been. But Joseph saw the hand of God in it all. He saw the best in spite of the very worst. And he went on to express a profound biblical truth when he said, you planned evil against me, but God used those same plans for my good. Our series, The Best Worst, leans into this very idea that God is able to do some of his very best work in our lives during some of the very worst of circumstances. So today, I want you to grab your Bible, your pen, your paper, and enjoy this special message from Pastor Rowena Parrish. While we may be on vacation, Rowena took the time to prepare this message and preach it before our holiday began. And I know you love and appreciate the queen of our house, so let's lean forward to hear what God has for us today. Hello C3 family, it is wonderful to be with you today. I have the privilege of sharing out of God's word with you. But before we get started, I wanna just pay a special honor to our C3 Kids team. They have risen to new heights these last uh, four or five months that we've been doing online uh, kids church and they have been doing a great job. They have learned new things, they have stretched and they have put themselves in positions not really comfortable but they have embraced it and they have stepped forward and they have owned it. So thank you team, thank you for what you've been giving, thank you for what you are committed to our families and look forward to seeing what God has in store for you in the future for C3 Kids. Thank you so much. We love you uh, for all that you're doing, and we're just glad that you're part of our family. Way to go, team. I would like to show you something before we get started. Uh, Here's a picture of us. This is us. (laughs) You might see yourself. You might uh, see some people that you know and love. Our Vision Gala 2019, our last event that we were together at 
before 2020. As we entered 2020, before every gathering, we would stand and we would recite together our vision for us for the year 2020. So if you are sitting down, I'm going to have you stand up and say this pledge with me. In 2020, God has more. More for me, more for you, more for us. More through us for them. I will not wait for more to simply show up. I am stretching for the more God has for me. The stretch is a catalyst that unlocks the more that He has. As I do my part, God will miraculously do His part. I am stretching for more because that who God is. God is the God of more. Let us pray. God, we thank you that you are the God of more. You do the miraculous in our life and in lives around us through us. God, allow us to take your word today and take it into our heart, into our life, into our mind, and begin to step forward into that stretch that we will see you do and continue to do the miraculous in 2020. Amen. 2020 has definitely brought the unexpected. Global circumstances have changed the way we know life. It has brought it to a halt and it has brought a new meaning to the word stretch. It has infiltrated our homes, our schools, our jobs, our government, and our churches. As a church family, we have been scattered. We have been isolated, we have been restricted in being able to gather together. But even in this chaos, our God-given mandate remains the same. And it is found in Matthew chapter 28, 19 through 20. And this has been what has grounded me. So I'm excited and anticipating being able to share this with you. Let's read this together. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Today, I'd like to speak to you about that God-given mandate. Jesus said, I must be about my Father's business. As followers of Jesus, that should be our mantra. It doesn't matter what this world looks like. It doesn't matter what our circumstances are. God's kingdom still advances. And as long as there is breath in my lungs, in our lungs, we should be stretching for more because He has more for us to do for His kingdom. I'd like to share a portion from a devotional I have been reading during these last four uh, months. It's by Jenny Gilpin, and she writes, God wants to take us somewhere, and He needs to upset the apple cart to regain our attention. You were not designed to live in a place of permanence, but to live in a place of faith. God is trying to stop us being mesmerized by permanence and prevent us from being hypnotized by circumstances. He is calling us to the always advancing 
cutting edge of faith. Hebrews 11, 8 through 9. Abraham had faith and obeyed God, who was told to go to the land that God had said would be his. And he left for a country he had never seen. Because Abraham had faith, he lived as a stranger in the promised land. He lived there in a tent, and so did Isaac and Jacob, who were later given the same promise. Abraham did not live in a place of permanence. And I had never seen that before. He lived in a tent even though he was in the promised land. He didn't get settled in and cozy, but he was ready to go whenever God said, Abraham, let's go. He was living on the cutting edge of faith. Our example for C3 Southwest Washington, our apple cart has been upset, but we are still advancing. The title of this message is God's Kingdom Still Advances. And even though we haven't been together, there are things that are going on that you don't even know about. And it's so exciting because God's kingdom is moving even in the worst of times. So I get the privilege right now to share with you some highlights of what has been happening. To begin, I have seen personal growth in my own life Making a transition from children's ministry director to lead pastor has been challenging. I have, you know, taken steps and not really, you know, plunging in just because I didn't know how. And as I was doing my devotions one day, this portion of this sentence rather just kind of popped out at me and it all it said was it's time to take your place. And that clearly God said, now, right now, it's the time. You need to speak out, you need to lunge out, you need to embrace people that you can't see. It means you being in front of the camera, it means you speaking life into people that are on the other side. And I have done that, and I have seen growth in my own personal life that would not have happened had this circumstance taken place. And as I go through my list here, how about those of you who have been involved in prayer videos? Isn't that something? Did you ever expect to see yourself, you know, taking a video, praying online? I have seen such growth in so many of you. When you started off timid, after your second, third time through, you are prayer warriors. And that is just an example of the best coming out of the worst of times. As I said before, our C3 Kids team has become online beasts. <laughs> they have been editing, they have been acting, they have been memorizing, they have been coming together and just seeing the fruit of their labor has been wonderful. And our production team and our worship team, they have been bossing it. Um, they have grown so much and there have been, you, you don't come into the studio when we are doing our worship shoots, but we've got Glenn working the, the board and we've got Valerie who is, you know, cueing us to jump and smile. And you've got Steve who is now singing without his guitar. What is that? 
but it is just a sign that growth is happening. God's kingdom is advancing. In my city, youth and connect groups have been working hard at keeping our church family connected. Uh, Daniel Gill, who is leading up a team that goes out to our uh, C3 church in Northeast Portland to help with their food pantry. Got, there has been groups going out and ministering in that community. Got our church planting has been taking place in Frisco, Texas. Church property being sold and just some amazing things happening. In the worst of times, is that even possible? Yes, it is, because God's kingdom advances. And financial blessings, not only in our church, let me tell you, it is amazing. Your giving has not, you know, you have not missed a step. You have continued to be faithful to God's house. And we believe that that is showing in your families, because we have heard you know, from family members that, wow, we, we've never been so financially blessed. We have more in the bank now than we have ever had. That is the sign of God's kingdom advancing. The best during the worst of times and health, we thank God that you have been remained healthy. Our church family has remained healthy in, in spite of what is going on in our nation. It is a sign that God's kingdom advances. So this is just a small list of the best happening during the worst of times. So do not be discouraged, church family, because God's kingdom is moving. He is advancing, and we can be a part of it. We are a part of it. So get ready. Get in position, because God wants to use you. And be assured that God is not mocked, even though people and the enemy has tried to stop him. He continues to move us forward. There's an example in the Bible in 2 Kings chapter 18 and 19. It's King Sennacherib of Assyria and King Hezekiah of Judah. And if you have never read this story, Please do. It's exciting, and it's such a picture of our times. Sennacherib goes to King Hezekiah, and he just puts fear into him, and he mocks God, and he tells the people, don't believe Hezekiah, because your God is no match for me. All the gods that have come against me, I have annihilated them. They have been destroyed. So Sennacherib just threatens uh, the people, he bullies them, he instills fear into their lives. And Hezekiah comes before God with this letter and says, God, look at this king. He mocks you. He tells these people that you are not the God of the miraculous. Show him. God, show him that you are God above all gods. And it's so exciting because God goes to Hezekiah and he says, don't worry, Hezekiah, I've got this. You will be blessed. You will be strengthened. Do not fear this king, for I am Lord of lords. And the next morning, they go out there and God took care of it. He sent an angel out and they woke up to 
185,000 men dead. <laughs> God took care of it. King Sennacherib ran away. He was silenced. He was actually killed by his own people. And God reestablished who he was. He established that his kingdom will advance no matter what. The picture that I get in my mind is as we were advancing as a church, someone put a wall right up in front of us to barricade us in. And we halted for a moment and we gathered our thoughts and we looked at this wall and we said, you know what? We can scale this wall. We don't know what needs to be done to do it, but we're going to do our best. And as we began to scale the wall as a church, we began to drop those things that did not matter, that were not important, that were just weighing us down. And we have begun to scale the wall till we can get to the top and continue running. And you want to be a part of that. If you haven't jumped in yet, let me tell you about some ways that you can advance from here. How do I advance from here? Respond. You ask, what is needed? And don't wait for somebody to call you up and say, hey, would you like to be a part? You pick up the phone and you call a leader, you call your pastor and say, hey, what is needed? I will jump in. I might not know how to do you know, that thing, but I am willing to try. We have had people involved who have been in areas that they are totally uncomfortable with. I was talking to somebody who came in and did a segment for our C3 kids. And she said when she was done, she walked out and she found this quiet spot and she lay down on the floor because she had to gather herself together. But she stretched. She believed her faith was on that cutting edge faith and God you know, it has strengthened her during that time. So respond. Again, what is needed? Your reply. When someone does happen to, to give you a call, reply with, yes, I can do that. Though you are shaking and you have fear inside and you don't even know the slightest idea of how to do that thing that you were asked to do, don't worry about it. Just you know, have the faith to step up and do what you have been asked to do and have that attitude of, yes, I can do that. So you respond, what is needed? You reply, yes, I can do that. Re-establish. I must be about my father's business. This remains the same. This has not changed. Position yourself, get ready, and move forward, and know that God has more for you to do. 1 Peter 5.10 says, And the God of all grace, who called you to His eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will Himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Strong, firm, and steadfast. We have been suffering for a little while, but it's only temporary. I want to let you know, get ready, because it's coming. 
And God wants you to be ready. He wants you to be in position because there is a job for you to do. There is a calling that you must answer. There is a world that needs your voice to be heard. So no more excuses. No more, oh, I have a lot to do. Really? Like what? What can be more important than building the kingdom of God? And that is our number one priority in the worst of times. Because the best thing is that God continues to move forward and use us in the process. One of the last verses I shared with you before this pandemic hit was Isaiah 54.2. It was true then and it's true now. It says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. That is what God is doing in us during this time. You might not think nothing is happening. You might not think, oh, what can go on now? What can God do during this time? Well, I shared a few things earlier, but God is doing miraculous. And he, this is just the beginning. He wants to do so much more. And he wants to use you. He wants to use me. He wants to use us to stretch forward, to advance with him for them. So C3 Southwest Washington, will you advance with him? Will you position yourself to be ready? Your voice is the hope that our community, that our nation needs to hear. And today, if you are with us and you do not have hope, Jesus, that's all you need. <laughs> Jesus is that hope. He is here for you now. He is here to change your life. He is here to help you live the best life ever. And if you are a follower of Jesus, this is your time. Take your place. Take your position. Get ready because God's kingdom still advances. The best of times, the worst of times, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There is no power, no authority, no person, no voice that can stop the kingdom of God from advancing. So together, let us stand firm and be strong. Oh, put those stake, stake pegs in and spread the tent curtains wide because God has more. He has more for you and more for us and more for his kingdom. I'm ready. I want to be a part. I hope you're, you want to be a part. And that is my prayer for you, that you will position yourself to take the position that God has for you as his kingdom advances. Let's pray. 
God, we thank you that in the worst of times, best things are still happening. You continue to advance your kingdom, and we get to be a part of it. Let us take your, our position. Let us take our place and say yes to you. Yes, I can do that. Hey, what do you need? And to be about our Father's business. You are the hope of our nation. You are the one that can bring healing to our land. We thank you that we get to be a part of it. Develop us, strengthen us, and let us see more of you in our life for them. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your power. We thank you that there is no authority in this universe that can stop or halter or hinder your kingdom purposes. We thank you for what you're doing and for what you're going to do. Use us and we are positioned to be a part of your kingdom as we advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.